Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back uh, to the Relationship Show here on the Tank Rodriguez Show. Uh, I am indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez, and joined with me, uh, definitely the doctor is in, not the dirty doctor, but just the regular Dr. Derek in love. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Great to see you. We haven't, we haven't uh, recorded some relationship stuff in a while yeah. before the holidays, so uh, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, you know, I know we're always talking in our other podcasts about movies and wrestling and all, all this stuff, but, uh, you know, we... It's yeah. nice to be dip back into the to the life stuff. Abs- so. Absolutely, and, and I haven't even recorded for the actual Tank Rodriguez show. This is the first one since January, like the beginning of January. Uh, so uh, it is definitely uh, nice uh, to jump in, uh, especially after after uh, Snowvid uh, 2021. Uh, I'm glad we survived because we are definitely here in deep in the heart of Texas, uh, where we're not used to uh, such crazy winter times and it's weird because like not even close the whole state minus el paso but el paso is weird uh minus el paso was down like we were out <laughs> just out man i you know it's so funny i i, I said this at the, at the very beginning uh you know be, be from the northeast and being through a ton of nor'easters and a lot of large like snowstorms man i've seen two feet of snow i've seen almost three feet of snow I think I can count on my hands like the amount of times like I, I've like lost power or has something happened like in a storm. Um, usually pretty pretty quick to come back. I have never seen a couple inches of snow take out an entire state as much as as much as this did, man. The second it, biggest state in the country. Yeah, big biggest state and like like what most people consider a dusting in a lot of areas or whether that is like I even think of like I think even Arizona like which is probably pretty hot. Uh, you know, it's a desert, so it gets pretty cool at night. Yeah. And then obviously get some snow in certain areas as well, man. I was like, I was like, man, hope everybody's laughing at us. This sucks. Yeah, and everyone uh, was laughing at us and making fun yeah. of us. But, you know, we're yeah. we, we survived. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. I could not make it out of my driveway. Like, my car was not, like, I just couldn't leave. Yeah. Like, I would just Yeah, I mean, well, back. nobody could. You know, it, it was funny. It was, it, was, it, it was a conversation I was having with somebody about, like, can can you just could you realistically just pack and go right? You couldn't you obviously couldn't get a flight out. But then I I thought even if you got in your car and wanted to head north or west or west or even east, there's no guarantee with the whole state being down. If you live in the center of like Texas, like near San Antonio, right? Like you're you know like three or like four plus hours to get to Louisiana. Yep. You're like nine plus hours to get to like I think like New Mexico. I mean, you could go. You're like to Cancun if you wanted to. You you can <laughs> you can. Hey, and if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, and you're a state senator, then you then you that's that's where you go. Don't catch feelings, catch flights, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I uh I I heard that, and the first thing that came to my mind was like. Remember that old video game Cruising USA? Absolutely. Like, Cruising, Cruising, Cruising USA. I, yeah. I just pictured uh, Ted Cruz in a, in a convertible, like <laughs> driving out of Texas, like Cruising. <laughs> I think there was even a, a snow a snow round in that game. He's yeah. like cruising through, he's all, but he's, man, like, he's just he's just like, bye, bitches. <laughs> yeah, hey, but I mean, honestly, like you, I don't even think you could have made it out even if you wanted to because you couldn't get on the highways, you couldn't get on. No highways, no byways, no back roads. Like, you know, and, and then of course, like you'd have to find gas stations along the way. So, like, you know, it is definitely uh, too big of a, a state to escape from. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, I will say for our listeners, especially ones that, that aren't uh, in Texas, you know, like I think, you know, it, the state is on the road to recovery. Hopefully yeah. this is a lesson learned. Um, obviously, if you, you have people here, you know, support where you can, um, you know, be a good neighbor, you know, hopefully it never happens to you, but um, I, it, it, I it definitely, definitely, I definitely love situation. Seeing, yeah, it was definitely tough. I, I love to see the communion, uh, the community coming together. Uh, just like, hey, I have power now, or I have hot water. Let's, you know, if you yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of like, let me make you a meal. Let me yeah. come over and charge your phone. I read this great article about this guy who had a uh, he had the uh, Ford F one fifty with the generator built in. Oh wow! And he like ran his uh, you know, he ran some power for his house, but he's letting his neighbors come over and charge their phone nice. off the generator. You know, I mean, be, people being good. And yeah. uh, obviously, we have a uh, in Texas. If anybody hasn't ever been here, we have a great grocery store chain called HVB. Yeah. Um, man, by far, um, you know, a good grocery short chain and, uh, helps out the community quite a bit, um, has come to the aid more than one time, um, you know, to Texans. So shout out, shout out to you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, not to give, I mean, I love Texas. It's it's where I'm from, born and raised. Uh, we we spoke about the community, uh, being there for each other, but at the same time, uh, there are some dillweeds uh, that would, you know, scavenge H-E-B for everything that it had and, you know, yes. leave people without food. And all they had to really do was look at the forecast and be like, hey, this look, this is looking like Friday, Saturday kind of deal. Let's get enough food for a couple of days, you know, uh, and, right? instead of ransacking the place and leaving it bone dry. Even till today, today's Sunday, uh, the 21st. Yeah. Uh, and it's still, I mean, bone dry in most. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, like, you know, as much as it comes in, too, people are so quickly to take it out because, yeah. like, people people need it. So even at a, at a quantity limit, it, look, you can only supply so much, you know, yeah. and that's that's the hard part. So, you know, yeah, definitely people do do your part. Um, <laughs> I don't, saw- don't, don't, don't be a dick. I, I, I found out very quickly who would survive and who would not survive in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and yes. it's like, you would not last, man. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's very entertaining to see people, uh, when I did have cell service, uh, to see people just freaking out on, uh, uh, on social media and just like, okay, you know, it'll be over soon. I mean, I, I, I just made, I made so many jokes about it. It was, it was funny. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, you know, and that's the thing is like in that situation, like, yes, but but it's it's Texas, right? It's yeah. it's not going to stay that cold forever. It's right. snap, you know, it's it's going to happen. And uh, and it was over pretty quickly. And I get it. Like people aren't prepared. They don't have winter clothes, you know, like yeah. a lot of really tragic stories like came out of that. People doing really uh, dire stuff like, you know, running their uh running their cars in their garage for heat. Like, don't do that, people. That's carbon monoxide. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't barbecue. Don't barbecue in your house. That's probably not good either um, to, to try to barbecue indoors to generate heat. Like, just so many crazy things that people do that, that end up, like, just hurting them probably worse than the cold would. Yeah. Um, also, don't let your kids, like, honestly, don't let your kids go run in Arctic weather outside and then, like, bring them back inside because they can't get warm. Like that's the thing is like a lot of stories about kids, sadly enough, going outside and, and playing in the snow all day and then come back in. Well, like you don't have a warm cup of cocoa unless you got a fire, you know, yeah. to warm back up again. That's that's how your body regulates and uh, you know, just uh, again, some really sad stories that came out of all this. So I hope it's an eye opener. Um, Survival we'll of see. the fittest by Doctor Derek and Love coming to a yep. podcast platform near you. <laughs> that's right. I just survived. Dooms, 
Doomsday, Doomsday Prepper, Texas edition. <laughs> you know. Hey, uh, you you before we started recording, you were mentioning uh, that you're still having to take cold showers, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, my, my hot water heater pilot did not want to light its gas, um, and uh, and you know, my wife is very. Uh, very hesitant about me toying around with the uh, gas hot water heater. I watched the YouTube videos. I felt like fairly certain that I could probably uh, probably do it, but uh, <laughs> it's a no go that the lighting it didn't didn't work. Yeah. Uh, so in, in lieu of blowing myself up, apparently. Yeah, no, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, cold showers it is until uh, the hot water heater guy comes out. And I will tell you, uh, cold showers suck, man. They do. Uh, the terrible. Reason, the reason I wanted to bring it up because uh, there was like, right when winter started, like when it was kind of cool, not like it is now. I mean, it was a little warmer, uh, but my my water heater went out uh, for like two weeks, man, and um, I had to take cold showers. And I was doing it every. I I, I can't go without a shower, man. Like it, it, same. I, I, I just I need it like. At minimum once a day, but I like to get if I can, I get the twofer in, uh, just just because I I'm a big guy and I don't I don't like sweating, uh, so, uh, I <laughs> one of the guys like I, I look up to like on social media, his name is David Goggins. I talked to him about you. I talked to him to you about him. Uh, he's just this hardcore mentality guy, and he just yells a lot, and it's like I remember taking those cold showers like. Ah, you're nothing. You're a bitch. Cold water. You can't kill me. <laughs> and it, I gotta tell you, like, a hundred percent, it worked. Like, <coughs> you get over that, and you're just like, okay, cool. So you should try it. I dare you to try. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will because you know I don't know if you, you we've talked about it in the other podcast, but the, uh, the Nicholas Cage history of swear words. Oh, and did. there was one uh, one thing they did in there when they I think it was on the uh, the shit one. Um, but they talked about how you can you could uh, overcome a lot by swearing yeah. while you're doing something that's cold. And people were like, they did this ice bucket challenge where people put their hand in ice, and the people that swore were able to uh, to oh, kind man. of tolerate it more. It so works. I was definitely I was definitely doing that, uh, which was funny because my whole family was laughing at me because they're they're all kind of they were kind of doing like the the spit bathrooms, like they they say that they like the horse bath, you yeah. know, like <laughs> just just washing the the. I, I say washing, washing bits and tits. That's uh, <laughs> that's I I can't do that. The titties and the titties. The titties. And I was like, I can't do that, man. I got I gotta I gotta go. So I just I just turned around and just jumped right in and gotta do it. And uh, man, it was ah! just a lot a lot a lot of different uh words, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, coming out of my mouth. I felt like a brick from uh, Anchorman. I was like, Poseidon's <laughs> trident. Oh, lamp. Screaming in oh, my Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, yeah, that was me in the shower. So uh, it, at least, if anything, it brought, brought a little bit of a little bit of enjoyment uh, to your family. <laughs> to my family thought it was pretty funny, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, cold cold showers. But you know, I mean, hey, you know, we uh, got heat, you know, and warm food and electricity. So at least at least you can do like least of my complaints. First world problems. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Heck yeah, man. Uh, and the, again. It's probably like the uh, the worst four minutes of your twenty four hour day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> it's like holding a band aid, right? Yeah, like exactly. you're just holding a band aid. You just like look. You it'll, gotta. It'll be over. Gotta get in, get soaked up, yeah. go in, rinse off, do your hair, jump out, Absolutely. towel dry. You know. And you're, you're Plus, good. you're saving water because you're taking the quickest showers on the history of the planet. Because ah, uh, you're not spending a ton of time in there, exactly. which is amazing. Hey, uh, 
I'm not sure if you can talk about it, but uh, do we have a, a PB update? I I do I do have a, yeah I do oh, have a, I do man. have a PB PB update. So um, I, I originally said uh, a while back when you talked about that I wasn't sure about the uh, the PB courtship um, how it was gonna yeah I, I thought we were gonna have some maybe maybe some sad sad PB moments, but um, the the inevitable. Uh, uh, split did not happen, so oh, um, okay. I, th- I think you know love love rules for another day. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, you know, so a little, a little bit, a little bit of you know, PB backstory. Uh, I was I was saying kind of offline that uh, PB has been a little bit distant lately. Uh, he's not not it's been communicative, um, but I, I think you know uh, you know here's the thing. Uh, I think you know coming up on one year of um, you know COVID. I think everybody's starting to get a little bit of COVID fatigue, you know, being indoors, not being able to see people. When you're at that age, you know, it's it's easy to kind of kind of get distant. So I think maybe maybe that was kind of maybe sort of the root root cause. I don't know. I you know, I guess it's good as fine, but uh, you know, apparently uh, things things are things are still okay. Did did some uh you know Valentine's Day gift exchange? So uh, funny story. <laughs> um, my my daughter went out and uh, she went to Target a couple weeks ago. You know, bought PB a uh, all of his favorite things: some PB PB candies, so some uh, Jolly Ranchers, pickles? some Mike and uh, Mike and Ike's. Huh? Did she get pickles? That was a funny conversation. So uh, the, the the conversation was asked if I would go to like the local Costco and buy a huge massive jar of pickles. And I said, absolutely not. I won't do it. It's against my nature. I can't. I cannot go and buy that many pickles. It's not okay. They were like, you know, please will you go do it? I said, no. Like, look, you want to buy pickles, go buy pickles. But I'm not I'm not gonna go buy pickles. Like you do it. Oh and man. uh so, anyways, we we settled on like uh, we set it on some some monsters and some you know candy and a stuffed animal. Well, it took you know it took a while. They were trying to kind of coordinate, kind of you know passing passing gifts and all that good stuff. And uh, and, and so time was passing. Of course, you know then uh, we had all the blackouts and things like that. And, and in that time, with each passing day, it was like, well, look, like he's not making the time to come and you know and, and exchange gifts so i'm just gonna eat this candy over here <laughs> and, and then it was like look i can't get out and get some caffeine so i'm probably gonna have one of those monsters too <laughs> so by the time it was all said and done i ended up having to go back and like replenish like 50 percent of oh, pb's pb's man. gift uh because it was all eaten and he was like well you know what i'm like whatever you know uh so fortunately uh we were able we were able to replace everything uh so hopefully pb PB likes it, um, but yeah, PB's gift got eaten. Uh, so here's here's a word to the wise: if you're going to do gift exchanges and it has food involved, do it pretty quickly because if not, you're going to get tempted to eat the food um, <laughs> in times of times of stress, and then you're going to uh, eat all the food, and then you're going to have to go replace did it. You, so, did, as a kid, uh, and I know you're a little bit older than me, so I don't know if things were different, especially being in another state. But did you ever do like uh, fundraisers where they gave you candy to sell? I did. I did. I and I ate it. And I ate it. I ate it. I ate it. Uh, we we had the you know like the the raffles. Um, the raffles where you would go around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and you would sell like the wrapping paper and the, the candy mm-hmm. displays and people could buy it for the holidays. And I and I remember I did this. I went through my whole neighborhood. I was like 
you know, they give you, you know, you raise like a hundred dollars and you get like this really shitty jump rope or something like yeah. that, you know, terrible. Like the, the value is not there. The, like the, you get the, it at a dollar uh, the, store. The, the child labor laws there are very, very yeah. uh, grayish areas. <laughs> yeah. Plus back in the day, it's like, hey, go to the stranger's house and see if they want to buy candy from you. It just <laughs> yeah. sounds like a really bad the idea. very opposite um, of what happens. <laughs> opposite of what you probably should be telling your kids to do. Um, and so I, I took all these orders and then when they came in. I was like, wow, that candy looks really good, man. So I, oh I, ate, I, I ate my neighbor's candy. My That's mom it. was so <laughs> mad at me. Uh, she's like, what do you mean? Like, where's, you know, the neighbor and the candy came in. I'm like, oh, I ate it. Like, got your candy to eat. I'm like, I know. But so my mom, you know, I'd take like the $7 and like return to the neighbor and say, oh, your order didn't come in. Like it was delayed oh, or made some excuse for me. And, uh, and that was like my last foray into selling candy uh, as a child so no they would give children i mean i'm talking like not pre-order they would give us the candy right away like here's a box like the, the, of the boxes of chocolate bars the, the right chocolate like bars the, or uh we had re they had um uh <clears throat> they had actual like fundraiser reese's pieces cups and like they came in a different bag oh, oh man and that's my favorite candy like you fucked up man like <laughs> yeah that would have been would have been me man i would have been like it would have been just like how many how many how much of my allowance do i need to save to buy the box <laughs> you know like i put like iou slips in there like iou five dollars in candy it's like yeah <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> yeah but uh, you know same, same thing though yeah same thing you know it just uh but, they ate all the but, candy. But definitely love conquers all, huh? I mean Love you know, I mean for now, uh for for now, uh love love saves the day. I bet you're um, so, you were so excited when you found that it was it, it might have happened. I you know what? I uh I I'm not gonna say that I was, I was disappoint I was disappointed. Um I prepared a, a mental speech in my head. Um in preparation for this day, I still have that speech in my head. In preparation for this day, save it for maybe someday day, it'll come. A rainy day, maybe, <laughs> maybe I will. Uh, you know, God, God knows. Maybe, maybe someday uh, I, I will be reciting it at the wedding ceremony. I don't know. Who knows? It's like, uh, I, if I, I always, I prepared hope. to say the following speech ten years ago. I want, I want to be at that wedding if that ever happens. I, I you know, I, there. I will. You will be the first one on the invite <laughs> list. The first one. And, and you know what? We'll live. We'll 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 podcast it. We'll still we'll do a podcast right for the wedding. A live interview. The be, PB um, PB so exclusive. Drunk and sad. I'm gonna, be, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my drunk happy face on if that ever happens. Like um, my yeah, my yeah. my little girl. My little girl. <laughs> I just gotta be more. I just more gonna be more like fuck it. I give up, and I'm just gonna start eating pickles. I'm gonna start eating pickles. Right? Are I'm you gonna, happy? This is what you've been to do. Chugging the pickles. I'm gonna be drinking pickle. I'm gonna be drinking the pickledillos. Oh you know, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna do a pickle daiquiris. I'm gonna be a pickle man. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to the dark side. Go to the pickle there side. There we go. Hey, you can't beat them. You join them. You know. You join them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, the brine will will keep me young. Man. Well. Good job, good on you, PB. Uh, <laughs> and here's yep. to and here's to yeah, che cheers. You're putting up the good, putting up the good fight. There we you go. know, absolutely. Uh, but but uh, so the uh, what what brought this to have this episode? Uh, you know, we were planning to have it, but you know, the Super Bowl, 
and then this happened in Snowmageddon. Snow yeah, Snowmageddon. Uh, but during Snowmageddon, uh, there was a relative of mine uh, that uh, came out as trans. And uh, I say relative, uh, it's not uh, like you, uh, you said it perfectly. It's not my story to tell. Uh, I'm just going to give a little bit of cliff notes here. Uh, about this person, and hopefully that person comes on one day and gets to tell their story, which I would love, because, uh, you know, this is, obviously it's a relative to mine, I love them very much. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll i be honest, like, I don't, personally, one, let me just make this clear, <laughs> perfectly clear, uh, everyone should be able to do what they want to do as long as not hurting anybody. Like, that's that's my whole philosophy in life. If that makes you happy, I'm happy for that. Personally, for me, I never understood it. Like, and I never tried to. I really, I've personally never tried to understand uh, what makes a person want want to become trans or come out as trans, or if they're born as trans. You know, like I, I personally don't think it's a decision. You know, because you know, I mean, I because I, I just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know enough about that. I've never had to embark on that journey in, in, to dive into that knowledge. Um, but I got to tell you, when that person told me. Uh, you know, when, when the, and first of all, no, having that trust enough, uh, to want to tell me that, you know, that that's who they are and that's who they've been. Uh, and they've known this their whole life and they were so scared what people would think. Well, obviously how people would, would react. I, I felt crushed because I, I, I guess, as I just said, like I never bothered. And, and, and it's not that I, I just never had to, you know what I mean? Like just different things. Like I, I've never bothered to learn trigonometry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's never, I, you know what I mean? Like I, it, it's, it, it has not been, I, I was like, say it hasn't been a subject that has been in your life, yeah, right? Like absolutely. it just hasn't been a need for you to learn yeah. about the, it because world, nobody, right? nobody directly, I, you know, to your yeah. point, like nobody, nobody around you is doing trigonometry every day exactly, and, and needs your help <laughs> doing trigonometry, right? Like, so you don't have to learn it. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> but I mean, uh, but the fact, but I felt so, I felt so helpless. Uh, this person's older than me, um, you know, uh, well, uh, considerable, you know, uh, and, and to the fact that they're barely doing this, uh, and that they, they've, uh, what made me so sad, uh, well, a lot of things made me sad in, in this whole, uh, in this whole thing, uh, was that, uh, they they told me they would pray and beg every night for I mean a lot of nights I would say like a lot of nights t to not make them feel the way they felt and this has been since they were kids like since they were like a young kid and I was just like that that what kind of life is that you know and, and that's oh, what man. I started beginning to understand and I was like that is horrible man <laughs> it's like. The, the, no one should have to have to do that, and I, I just felt so helpless because you can't get that time back, you know. And you, can't. you know, um, <clears throat> they told another one of their relatives, and I think this is what really, really kind of just broke everything down. Uh, totally not supportive. I mean, backlash. The, the backlash they received from from this this person was just. It's just like, how dare you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are they doing to you? You know, um, 
I know you said that you had like if you you said that to a, uh, one of your relatives, they would just cut you I, off. In an I would, I would, would, I would, yeah, I would, I would be. Oh man, I you know I, I think about it, the laundry list of people that are that are in my life, mm-hmm. and I think it probably if, if we're to come out as as trans, and, and you know me and, and as we discussed, me and this this relative of yours are really close to the same age. Yeah. Um, it, if I you know my forties came out as trans to to everybody that I knew. I could probably take that list and like cut it in half, like, and half would probably be supportive, yeah, and the other half would just like totally cut ties, yeah. And that's and that's sad, you know. And at the same time, you know, you think about it, and you wonder why people wait so long to to, to occur this in their life, and the fact that there are reactions like that—that's that person's in a sense like their worst fear. That's that sense of rejection, you know, that they're fearful against because they don't know what's going to happen if they speak out about this or, yeah. you know, are honest about it. And I think that's why people get so delayed. You know, I, I look at, you know, kind of growing up and in, in this person is obviously a child of the 80s as well. Yeah. Um, man, not not a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of tolerance for just the GLBTQ community during that yeah. time anyways. Absolutely. And, and then, you know, if you're a what is deemed like you know, a straight heterosexual male, you know, and, uh, you know, man, it's, you know, the, that's, you know, you act anything against type with that. And, you know, people, people just don't understand that. Yeah. And I think that's hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you think about the time period you had, like, uh, especially around, you know, the time y'all were being, you know, y'all were born, like that's when like, Late, the late eighties, the AIDS epidemic, Freddie Mercury coming out as like the first celebrity yeah. with the uh, with AIDS, and uh, yeah, just, even looking so just even looking like the terminology. I always said like when I was growing up, like what was the game he played in in school? It was called you know smear the queer. Yeah. You know, like whoever catches a ball gets tackled, right? Yeah, like you know throwing the word, you know, and I see this just as reference point and not a term I use, but like even using the word like fag, yeah, like homo, like. It's pretty common, like you know, or that's gay. School, Man, schoolyard, that, that's, that's so gay. gay. You're yeah. gay. Yeah, you're such a homo. Like that, you know, all that stuff was pretty much schoolyard like conversation. Like we hear it all the time in high school, and um, you know, and obviously we know. I, I hope at least some of us like know better now. Yeah, that's you know an insensitive term, but I mean, obviously not gay is, is insensitive because that's a very you know very common term and descriptive term. But you know things like homo and you know, fag and things like that. Just not a, not appropriate uh, terms to be used nowadays. But yeah. they were back then. I don't say they're appropriate, but they were more commonly used and less less uh, yeah. frowned upon. You know, um, we say this on a movie podcast all the time, right? Some things don't age well. Yeah, absolutely. you watch movies that have all that language in there. It kind of makes you cringe. You're like, oh, I definitely just said that, right? I, and, um, and I think I think a lot of the times too, when you're watching movies, you're like, man, can you can you imagine making a movie like that today? And it just like it would never pass, you know. Would a lot not get made. Yeah. Would not get made. Your jokes would not get made, you know. And, um, and I really, I really wanted to talk about that too, just because uh, I, I, you know, you go so long. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> I was trying to word it so I didn't call you old because you're not. I mean, you're four. You're four. Uh, but but forty is a long time, like almost forty. Hey, years like I am fully realistic. Eighty is more than in most people with the average lifespan of a male. It's more than fifty percent of your life. Like yeah. you're you're at the you're fifty sixty percent done at that point. Yeah. Like yeah, you're it, it's older. You know you're not eighteen anymore. So yeah, absolutely, it's, you it's hard to take such an abrupt 
turn. 180 turn. You're like starting um, a new life at that point, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I, again, like I remember, I just, I'm not to make it about me, uh, but I just, I remember feeling so helpless, but I, and I, and I think what, what I really wanted to harp on is just the fact that people want to feel so, uh, you know, uh, like they make it about themselves, you know, as, as far as like when someone tells you some news and it's like, like they're so selfish and so self-involved with themselves to really, um, uh, to, 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 to make it like, you know, not to have that empathy. It's like, Hey, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to, uh, to respect it. You don't have to like, uh, agree with what I'm doing. Uh, just know I'm not hurting anybody else. Uh, just know, right. just know that I'm happy. Uh, you know, and, and I hope somewhere down the line you can still, you know, you can find it in your heart to love me. Uh, yeah. And and then I started thinking about more, and it's like, man, I, I'm never in a million years that I think I would be in the situation that I'm in. Um, again, didn't understand it, didn't care to. Like honestly, I didn't care to, didn't have to. Uh, but now that I see it, and now I mean, again, maybe too little, too late, but whatever. It's like. Regardless of if, if it was this situation of of of, uh, of this relative coming out as trans, we'll say it's anything else. Uh, you know, you always got to do what's right. What's right is right is right. You know, and you know, it, it, if that means losing a family member, so be it. You know what I mean? Like at, at the end of the day, I want to be on the right side of history, not be not just to be on the right side of history because it's the right thing to do. You know, it, it, just because. You know, you, you, you don't want to upset, you know, the trajectory of your family uh, and, and, you know, and, and cause a ruckus yeah. in it. You, you, go ahead. I was going to say, but at the same lines too, right? Like you, why deny yourself happiness to make another person happy when it's inevitably their problem, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is like you're, you bottle this up for you know, 30, 40 years, like in yourself and, and, you know, tried to do your best to talk yourself out of like, you know, feeling the way that you feel probably and a lot of that is probably for the benefit of the people around you. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, and, and now that you've decided, Hey, like, yeah, I got to do what's best for me and my life and my mental health and well-being, and this is the life I'm going to live. Like, look, you're not going to turn back around now. Like yeah. if somebody's got a problem with it, it is literally their problem. Yeah, um, it's not your problem, you know, and, and I think that's, you know, but not a lot of people look at it that way. You know, a lot of people are in that situation where their family, unfortunately, doesn't end up being supportive yeah. or, you know, and I think that's why you have a larger frequency of trans youth that are homeless. And, you know, I think there's, that's why there's a larger, you know, suicide rate because, you know, people do try to repress, repress it their whole life and it, and it weighs on them, it weighs yeah. on their soul. And that's, you know, it's never like to your point, that's still a way to live. It's you know, not. yeah, it, it's definitely not. And, you know, uh, this person really is really starting to feel a lot better now already. Like instantly he's just, he's like, I don't care what they say. Uh, I mean, I can care. Uh, it, it, I, I, I think I can say this. Um, <clears throat> it was this person's mother, you know, and like, and nothing's worse than that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is who I am. And like, you're, you're basically like rejecting me. You know, you yeah. gave birth to me. You know, and I, I think what happened or what was said um, was just more of the fact that uh, I, uh, the mother felt like they failed as a mom. 
because of that. You know, this person, you know, this mom is uh, a very uh, uh, godly, quote unquote, woman, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and, and, you know, it got, you know, I was like, oh, and, and mind you, um, I have my issues with religion, uh, uh, you know, so much with Christianity, just the way Christian Christian people, and, and like the bad Christian people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I know there's amazing... The bad, the bad representation. The bad representation, though. exactly. Uh, and I just got to thinking, it's like, well, uh, if, uh, you know, I, one of the things I wanted to say was like, man, but if, if God's always right, you know, God's never right. wrong... Then this is correct, this right? Is, this is correct, because this is this person's journey, you know? Like, this person's going to have to start living this life now at, at, at you know, at, at this age, you know, and, and it, it brought so much peace to me thinking about that. Uh, Cause I was, I was uh, talking to a friend, a, a friend about it and I was like, what's your take on it? It gives an outside perspective. And uh, they said that to me and I was like, man, that's amazing. Like that is an amazing point. It's like, God's never wrong. This isn't wrong. You know, like, uh, right. Hey, you know, hey, you know I mean, that's the thing is you, you believe in religion or not, right? Like, yeah. You know, if you believe in religion, great. Like then, you know, it, God, everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah. And and that's like that's this person's journey, and this is the path that, you know, God's allowing them to take. Even if you don't believe that, you just believe in free will, right? Like, this is you know, this is this person's like path in life. Yeah. Got to you got to follow, man. You got to do what makes you happy, and you know, and hopefully. It, you know, as a parent, it's really you know, it's, it's it's conflicting to hear that because you tell your kids. No, we always joke around in my house all the time. Like, look, like, I don't care if you were a cannibal. Like, I, I would, you're still my kid. You know, I, I mean, I like what you do, but I'm like, you're still, you're going to be my kid regardless, right? Like, I'm, I'm always going to be there for you. Like, I don't want to visit you in prison jumpers, but I will, yeah. you know, like, um, and so when something like this, to your point, that's not hurting anybody, it's, you know, maybe hurting you as a parent because you're, you, can't resolve whatever feelings you have that's on you yeah well you're not hurting anybody and that's like just to say like well you know shame on you for doing this or like you know that's that's tough because that's you're not following what you're supposed to as a parent and that's loving your kid regardless of what they do absolutely whether you like it or not you know especially as adults right like yeah your kid's not going to make every choice but i bet you like i bet you that person murdered somebody right like as a parent, you probably go visit them in prison, right? You go to their court trials. You know, I mean, you you would try to support the best you can, even in a negative situation yeah, like it's that. It's like if you if if this person commits murder, did you fail as a parent? Like, no, yeah. no that person well, failed made a choice. Yeah, that person made that choice. And granted, being we can't compare murder. No, no, not that. at all. But <laughs> I, I think if we're talking about a parent's love, though, and yeah. a parent's support, exactly. That's like exactly. it doesn't matter. Like yeah. it, it, you know, and. I mean, it would be like, and I, and I don't want to downplay it either, but it's, you know, as an individual, right? It's like it's like growing up your whole life with brown hair and saying, God, I wish my hair was blonde. I wish my hair was blonde. I hate my hair. Like, I really just wish my hair was a different color. I feel like I feel like a blonde inside. I feel like I should be this. And then go ahead and, and waking up one day and say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to dye my hair. Like, I'm going to take control of the situation and yeah. do it myself. And when you do that, having everybody else around you support you except for, like, one person that says, like, it's absolutely wrong of you to dye your hair. You should just keep it your natural color and I don't support you, you know? And, and I know it's not as simple as that, but, but it is. you know, it, but, it but really, I mean, at the it end of the day, it's, it's, it really yeah, should be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's being the person you feel you need to be to be comfortable with yourself. And yeah. that's what it boils down to. And that's, that's what it should be um, at the end of the day. Yeah, man. Uh, I, 
I just not understanding it scares me for that for that person. Uh, I just want to make sure that you know they're always happy, you know, and I don't want and yeah. because now I know they're going to be on this new tab, tab. It's still taboo to this day, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a large, more largely accepted now, you know. But but it is, but it's not at the same time, and that's like that's a scary part. If I. Yeah. You know, if I had a, a family member, if I one of my own kids came out as trans, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset that they were they were trans, like at all. Yeah. Like I think there would be a period of adapting, just like any any other change in life. Yeah. But I would be more scared for them, just because of the fact that society, and especially the the edges of society, yeah, don't ex- don't accept that, and it can be very and and when they don't that, accept it, it, they don't. They, they tend to be more volatile and violent towards, you know, the people, you know, that they don't accept. And, and that's, you know, look, there's a lot of violence in the trans community and, and that's sad. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how people react to things they don't agree or understand. And that's, that's what I would be scared of, you know? No, but, yeah, that's, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, I know this person can handle themselves. I, I, I don't have any problem with it. I'm, I'm, I'm just more worried about, they're when they go on they go go on this journey and uh they come across those obstacles it's like i don't want i don't i don't want you to have to deal with that like i want you to be like as if you uh were this straight person growing up as if you always were like i just want that to be you you know and it, right. it, and and then now i'm starting to really understand like uh you know the uh, the struggles you know that that the this community has has gone through gay uh, lesbian, you know, trans or whatever else is out there, you know, uh, I'm really having a, a better perspective. Um, and it, it, I guess, you know, it always takes that, you know, for the most part, it's like, you know, you don't understand until you're involved in it. And I'm, I'm not directly involved with it, but, you know, now I have a relative uh, that's, you know, that's close to me, uh, just confided in me about all this and, and really felt alone their whole life. I've known this person my whole life, you know, and I, I wanted to always, you know, uh, and th- this person's really admired, you know, like growing up, like, oh, that person's smart, you know, like, like that, that person's, you know, so it, it, it's definitely going to be, I'm excited, but also scared about that. Uh, but I, I, I'm so happy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so happy, like, now you can breathe, now you can right. live. And, and the reason I wanted to make this wasn't to like, oh, guess what happened in my life, you know? It's like, no, like, I understand it now. You know, for uh, I understand a little bit more, and I want everyone to feel like that. I want everyone to be, you know, to be able to be like, "Hey, man, like, find someone you can confide in, and just be open about it." Like, I wonder how many people are just so stuck in their lives uh, in this in in secrecy. You know, that that's what that's what worries me. It's like, um, like some people, like you were saying earlier, like some people end their life. Because they're so scared yeah. of what the world's going to think of who they really are, you know. Yeah, or or they have to put themselves in dangerous situations to live their life. When if they were just open about it or could be open about it, yeah, it would be a safer world for them to to be part of. Yeah, that, that's really hard. I mean, that's really just hard to to think about. It's like you're putting yourself in danger because other people don't accept you for who you are, yeah, and that's and that's pretty yeah. sad that you. You have to live that way, and I think it just kind of boils down to how, you know, people themselves like handle 
you know, yeah, I, I get it. Like, you know, it's probably, that's a very stressful, maybe a stressful or like shocking thing to hear, especially from somebody maybe that you didn't expect it to come from, but you know, man, life is about handling your, you know, learning to handle your emotions, mm-hmm. you know, like a human being and, and not lashing out at people. And, and I think handling stress is really important. This is a great example of that. Like, how are you handling this? How do you handle the stress of a situation like this or something you feel is like stressful or shocking, right? Like, how does that impact your reaction to this other person, right? Yeah. Like, in, instead of maybe saying, like, I need some time to process this or, you know, hey, this is like big news and I want to support you, but I'm not, I'm not quite ready to have that yeah. conversation yet. Like, <laughs> instead of just saying that, right, then it's like, you know, you, you kind of guttural react with what you're initially feeling. Yeah, and uh, well, and then and then it kind of hurts things, right? Like yeah. it, it makes it a, a not so positive experience for that other person. Yeah. So yeah, when this person told me, my my first response like to them, I was like, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that doesn't change anything about you. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it it doesn't change anything the way I feel about you. You know, like you shouldn't have been like it just like you shouldn't have been fucking scared to tell me. Like you know better. You know, like, yeah, like you, you, you are who you are, man. And like, I, I don't, I don't care what you go through or, you know, or, or what you're, you know, what you think people are going to think like, you know, who you can trust and who you can't trust. Like there shouldn't have been, I mean, like, but, and, and of course I get it why they're scared. I mean, I, I understand all that, but that was my first, I go, okay, great. You know what I mean? Like, and of course those other feelings came afterwards, but I wanted that person to be so reassured. It's like, okay, cool, man. Like, like. Like th- that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you know, I mean, even if you're, the, and that's the thing is, like, that's, I think that's that's being a caring human being is yeah. saying, hey, you know, like, I may have feelings about this, but I want you to know that regardless of what I feel, like, I Absolutely. support you, right? I want you, I want you to feel supported. Yeah. And even if I'm the only one that supports you, like, hey, I got you. I'll, I'll resolve my own feelings at a time that is best for me to me. resolve those feelings. Those are my yeah. feelings about something yeah. that I can't control, and so be yeah. it. But I, I don't have yeah. any ill will towards it as far as why that person wants to live yeah. that life. I, that, that, that doesn't concern me. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing that concerns me is your happiness and your safety at this point. Uh, you know? So, and, like, and it just frustrates me that so many other people can't see it like that so easily. Like, they're so self-involved in their own shit, you know, that they can't see the, the world that's really going around around them. Yeah, man. Anyway. I, no, I, I think it's important. And I know, like, I think it's a good conversation just because to your point, like I, I know this is, is not about you and yeah. this is obviously that's somebody else's journey, but I think it's, it's a valuable lesson just as a whole yeah. as when we get, when we get news like this, I mean, sometimes maybe a little jarring, a little shock, a little bit out of left field and it's going to happen, right? Like doesn't matter what it is. Like, you know, uh, you're always going to, you're going to have those moments in life where you get that, that news. Right. Yeah. And it's like, Whoa, like, why I didn't expect that or like, wow, that's out of left field. Like yeah. how you react to that is really important. Yeah. Like that's all you can control is your own feelings on a, on a subject. And I've always said that, like, it's the only thing in life you can control is how you react to things. And if you react negatively to things like this, then that is, you know, like, look, like that's on you. Yeah. Um, it's not on anybody else. Let everybody else worry about their own feelings. You worry about yours you know, and, and, you know, do the best you can to support the, the way that you can or you're comfortable doing, yeah. you know? Uh, I think, um, and this person was telling me, uh, like, why they were, 
why they were kind of, uh, you know, apprehensive to telling me. It's like, like I grew up with my dad, man. Like, and my dad, my dad, like super OG, like just super Mexican, super Catholic. You know, uh, hey, what's up, bro? You know, kind of rule a man's, you know, quote unquote, a man's man. You know, so sissy stuff was not definitely not allowed for me. You know, couldn't cry and all that stuff. I mean, I did my fair share of crying still, but, you know, I got whooped for it, you know. And, and, and yeah, I had this perspective. It's like, yeah, man, like, like oh, that, I don't do that gay stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't you know, like, that's weird. And he had that mentality, uh, like, he just had that mentality that he instilled that in my life. You know what I mean? But, this, you know, I was like, I don't care. Like, like I, I think you can still be a man's man and still be, like, you know, Gay, and they can still be a, yeah. a, a woman's woman, and still be a lesbian. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, sure. like it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, like I, I, I'm more of a, uh, I, I like, well, I like to think of myself as, as you know, as a manly, masculine man, but I still want you to be happy. God damn it! Like, like what, what is, what does that have to do with anything? And, and, and yeah. there's such as like, there's so many stereotypes that surround all so many others, like so many things. Uh, that people you become apprehensive to, to where everyone's walking on eggshells like all day, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's a really good, it's a really good call, out, right? The I think you're, you know, how you, how you're brought up or the people you're brought up with really can, you know, kind of kind of shape that, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I've always, you know, said that I, I, you know, grew up in a, in, a, in a smaller town, in Missouri, you know, very whitewashed, and yeah. you know, like look, like, you, you know. In my home, like you look, you didn't you didn't talk about being gay. You didn't, yep. you know, you didn't you didn't talk about any of that stuff, right? Yep. Like, um, and it just there just wasn't that level of tolerance, right? Yeah. So, you know, if I I can imagine growing up in that situation and, and being, you know, if, if if I was gay or you know trans or however I felt, like if I felt that man, I would definitely never feel comfortable in my own home to say, like I, uh, you know, that's how I feel. And yeah. and I think it is part of like how you're how you're raised in the area that you're raised up in or the people that are around you that man it does give you that level of apprehension. But to your point, like doesn't doesn't change who you are inside. Like yeah, what absolutely. you look like on the exterior, you know, whether you have a penis, whether you have a vagina, whether you have you know a mixture of the above, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like you're you're still that same person. If you have the best of both worlds. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you never know, right? Heck yeah, um, man. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you got tits and bits, like as we said, like you're, you're fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it, you are you are who you are. Yeah, man. And and I knew, you know, especially growing up and like, you know, becoming a more tolerant person and understanding things a little bit better and, and being a parent, I never wanted my kids to ever feel like they could come to me with anything, like. If they came tomorrow and said, hey, I'm trans. All right, cool. Let's do our homework. Let's make sure you know the steps you need to take. Let's, yeah. let's make sure you know the support groups. Let's make sure you have everything you need so I can be a supportive parent to you. But, like, I would never want somebody – I would never want my kids growing up 40 years later and, like, feeling like, okay, great. I'm 40. Now I, it's my opportunity. Yeah. You know, my, my parents are older, but, you know, I'm deceased, and now I feel like I can come out and – do things they need to do. No, man, look, live your best life as early as you possibly can, safely and happy. That's that's the best you can do. Like, Absolutely. you know, you only got a limited amount of time. You gotta gotta utilize every second of it. Absolutely, hundred so, uh, yeah, percent. And good and good for you. Yeah, hats off to you, man. Because uh, 
you know, I, I was, you know, I know you very well and I know you're, you're a good guy and, and very tolerant. So, um, and I wouldn't expect anything less from you as a, yeah. as a, as a relative, but, uh, it's just so refreshing to hear that, like, you know, just getting that news and being so supportive of this individual. Like, I, I bet you, I, I would bet money on it. Like that, that probably meant the world to that person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, they wouldn't trade that. And it obviously speaks highly to your relationship with that person that they feel comfortable enough to tell you that and anticipate that would probably be your reaction. So that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And it just, again, the reason I wanted to, to record this is because I wanted to, I want everyone to know how great I am. No, <laughs> I'm number one, baby. And I'm number one. Not first or last. <laughs> no, I want, I just, cause the way I feel about it, it was just like, like, I, I I just honestly have never had any, anyone come out to me, you know, uh, and it was one of the most bittersweet moments, you know, uh, again with the age. Uh, but I just I want, you know, I, I think it's something that uh, I wanted to harp on because I know a lot of people are like scared to talk about it sometimes if they're not if not if they're not gay, uh, you know, a part of that community, part of that community. Uh, uh, so I, I just wanted to, to just kind of be like, hey, I don't care who you are. And a lot of, you know stereotypical straight people don't care who you are, you know, not, not in the sense of, uh, we don't care about your feelings. We don't care who you are because we just want you to be happy. You know, if, if that, if, that, if that's what makes, makes you happy, do it. I do what I, I you know, for the most part, like 99.99% of the things I do in life besides work, like, like yeah. it, it makes me happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just want to, I, I just want to implore people and, People that, that don't feel like they have a, um, or like they, they sh- they're not allowed to speak up for, for anybody in, in any situation, not just the LGBTQ community, community, for any kind of community that seems to be oppressed, you know, uh, like, like, hey, it's okay to speak up for them and, and to have their yeah. backs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're all equal and we all deserve happiness. And that's really yeah. like, and then, and, and don't be afraid, like, to lose anybody that, you know, like to really cut anybody out because I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, I'm sure as hell not. I'm not. And I'm not scared. Everybody, everybody deserves his seat at the table. Yeah, like everybody deserves to, to take, be a place I will, that I. I will gladly take away a seat, you know, for someone who doesn't yeah. deserve it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, ab- it, absolutely. Like, like, look, if you if you if you can't handle it, go away. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, I don't because I don't need that in my life. They don't need that in their life. That's the most important thing. And, yeah. and, you know, and I was saying earlier today, you know, online that like, you know, a lot of this is really, you know, prevalent. I think we, we've entered an age where, especially in social media, where like, like, you know, sexism <laughs> and homophobia that. and racism, it, it's, it's very front and center. Like the, the veil has been lifted and you really see people's true colors. Yeah, band, what happened with like, that today? I saw, I saw your post today, man. <laughs> well, you know, I get all I, all I read is, you know, I, you know, it, people tend to, you know, you, you kind of go down the rabbit hole and, you know, like, there were just some comments online about people, uh, you know, somebody made a comment about, uh, oh, well, you know, it was the SNL skit about Ted Cruz and, oh, well, that's what happens when you let, you know, you know, homosexuals and trans and other races determine what's funny. And I'm like, as opposed to what, like straight white, straight white, white men, white. <laughs> straight white men. Like, is that, is that like what you, I mean, honestly, be like, be front and center about what you're saying. And then like, there's just some other posts about people taking down, like, racist monuments people are like why should we erase history and i'm like look if you were jewish how was that if you were jewish history? yeah i was like look number one 
what happened was 200 years ago. I'm pretty sure there are better things that have happened in history the past 200 years that we can erect monuments to. Yeah. And, and this person's post was really about like, hey, we, we could take these and put them in a museum so people understand like that they existed. But we don't have to put them in our parks. We don't have to celebrate it. And yeah. you know, my point was like, look, like you may be Jewish, maybe you're not. I don't know. But like if you were Jewish and somebody erected a statue of Hitler in your local park because <laughs> it's part of history – like, would you want to go eat and have a picnic with your family at the park, like <laughs> sitting in front off. of the fear, sitting in front of the Fuhrer because he's part of history? No, like you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't you wouldn't go ahead and put a statue of David Duke like in, in the middle. Maybe some people would, but yeah. um, <laughs> a, in a national park, like I'm not going to put a Charles Manson <laughs> memorial because he's part of history <laughs> at Spawn Ranch. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, there's just you have you have a choice of what you glorify with history. Yeah. And, you know, it just needs to be like a, mean, lo- a lot of these like edgelord, you know, trolling comments like come up quite a bit. And, uh, and I've come to the conclusion that like, these are people that don't know how to deal with the frustration in their own life. Yeah. So they just go online and let loose and on other people that they don't like that they want to target. Yeah. And it definitely, it's, it's just to the point of like, you don't under you can't deal with what's in your own life, so you're going to target other people, you know, and make fun of minorities, make fun of people that are you know gender, and make fun of people's sexual orientation. Because guess what, you're like your life probably sucks, and you probably can't comprehend yeah. the things that are going on in your life. So you're just going to take it out online, man. You know, take me take me back to as I said, take me back to the old days where people were posting you know photos of their dinner and copious amounts of baby photos man i'll take that any day instead of like face i want duck face face. yeah give me duck face (laughs) give me some duck face i'll take duck face but you know like i'm just you know it gets tiring of the the you know the the misogynistic racist rhetoric that's that's online man what is the point like of uh what are you you know and you know what are you accomplishing like really quick on the uh the statue thing like do you remember like back in what was it 2004 like or 2003 2004 when they, they caught Saddam Hussein like 3 days later they were tearing down everything Saddam Hussein like his people yeah. like how quickly those statues went down Iraq was just like uh okay cool you're gone right. let's tear this down like right and guess what we still know about him you know <laughs> like, right yeah not going to forget look like I, you know you don't have a statue for everybody in history yeah like and and I do like hey look I think I think history should be taught unabridged the, the nitty gritty dirty details of history like good and bad because that's that's history but you don't have to erect a monument to it there's there's other yeah. things like look like you want to put up a statue put a statue of Obama so a hundred years from now people can have a conversation about who Obama was yeah. like we have a statue about you know X Y and Z but yeah, that's totally fine like we can represent I mean we do that today with. The 9-11 memorial and yeah. the, you know holocaust memorial things like that like look like something's history is is nasty but sometimes we can you, you can know talk remember, about it and still, we can still talk about it yeah. in, a, in a positive in a positive way but we don't have to put statues of racist people or, or things like that like out in public and even if we do let's replace it with something else that people can be proud of yeah you know a- absolutely and it just it just there's so much i mean i think it's a country problem I mean, like you. It is. We're so entitled. We don't know how. I mean, yeah. and, and granted, look, is it the best country right now? You know, that's debatable. But man, huh. life's pretty good. You know, like we we have it pretty made. You know, as far yeah. as what we can do, what we can't do. Like, like think about it. Like, I, I think about my relative right now. Can you imagine going to a third world country and actually like saying that? 
you know what I mean? And, 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 you, you couldn't. There are countries in the Middle East where, you know, you'll, you'll be, you could be in prison for, you get in prison for homosexuality or yeah. like being of different, you know, being trans, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. You know, you're, you can, you're putting your life at risk doing that stuff. And absolutely. And then, you know, like, so you, and just, we do have freedoms. Then, yeah. And then complain about a statue. Like, dude, yeah. it's a statue, bro. Like, let it go. And then, and then, Okay, you don't like the show. You don't like. I I don't like Saturday Night Live anymore. Like like it's. It, I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't like the writing. You know what I mean. But it's not. I don't think it's because. Uh, I don't think it's because <laughs> it, it was a, a a lesbian woman writing the sketch or anything like that. I think it's just because I you know my my comedy taste is different. I, I enjoy yeah. the you know other people. Uh, but uh, I enjoy like the '90s version. But like, guess what? You have two options: don't watch it or write your own fucking show. You know what I mean? Right. Like, That's the thing. Is like there's a, there's an off button for a reason, right? Yeah. Like you know, look, like you know, I've just gotten the habit nowadays. Like, man, if I don't, if I don't, if you're spouting bullshit, man, I'm stewing you. I'm stewing you for thirty days. You still come back with bullshit? I'm dropping you. Yeah. Like, guess what? Because that's what I can do as an adult. Like, I can just choose not to listen to the crap. You know, but it is like I think there's just this, uh, you know, this level of like, hey man, if you're gonna call there and spot misinformation, I'm gonna call you on it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. to some degree, if I read it, and and I'm gonna call you whether you like it, whether you don't like it, you know, so be it. Um, ignore it, just like I'm gonna ignore, I'm gonna ignore you, but I'm at least gonna say my piece, um, and and be done with it. And you know, so it just seems like that is is very apparent nowadays. But I just kind of ties into this whole thing. I'm like, look, you you're. You can control how you react to things, and, and yeah. people don't know how to do that these days. And so they, they react in such negative ways that it actually is hurtful uh, as, a, as a whole. So, And it all comes back to, like, you, we only get one shot at this. I, I mean, on my solo shows, I talk about it all the time. Like, we only have one shot, and this is what you're going to waste your time on? Like, it, yeah, it's man. bad enough that we have to talk about you now. And then call you out and say, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, stop. Like, Right. I, you know, there's a big, big debate online about the uh, AOC and Ted Cruz, right? AOC raising money, Ted Cruz, you know, coming to Cancun and then coming back. You know, big, big online debates about like, you know, what people should be, should, should not be doing. And like my, my question is like, look, hey, you don't, you don't live in Texas. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? If this is such a yeah. big issue to you, like, you're not a political candidate, right? Like, what are you doing to help? Yeah. Um, that's the only question you should ask yourself is what am I doing? If it bothers you that much, what am I doing to do what's right? And if you're not doing anything, man, take, take a look in and then judge yourself and then either correct it or let it go. You know? Absolutely. That's like, I don't care why anyone is doing anything. Uh, even if, even if it's for self gain, but if it's, it's for charitable, if they're doing charity work, I could care less. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, I was watching an interview uh, a, a while back, it was from Steve Irwin, and he was talking about how, like, you know, he wants to preserve and, and you know, and have this big, you know, big preservations. He's like, I don't. He, he goes, What's the one thing you need? We need money. <laughs> you know, he's. I don't care if it comes from crooks or bank robbers or like. I just need money. Like right. that way, I can like I, that way I can preserve the world. You know, and save as many animals as I can. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter, man. Like it doesn't matter if you like this person or not. Guess what? Two million dollars yeah. came to Texas. Hey, right. And, if you want to give me a two, if you want to give people that need it two million dollars for a publicity stunt, go right ahead. 
we'll take we'll gladly take your money because we need it like if you want to do it because you're a good person perfect that's that makes it even cool, better man. but regardless absolutely two million is two million that'll help a lot of people out that are yep. impacted by all this stuff and i don't care where it comes from you know <laughs> yeah exactly um, so shut the fuck so, up if you're not doing anything yeah. about it you know right yeah yeah that's a good way to end it i think hey <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, great conversation. I appreciate you being on here. Uh, you know, and I apologize that it's taken it's taken so long uh, from the last uh, Tank Rodriguez show slash relationship show. Uh, I think I called it the relationship. Like I called it like the actual word relationship, but indeed, it is the relationship show. Uh, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll put some. Uh, you know, I, I think if we're gonna have a conversation like this, definitely need to put some resources down below. Um, you know, for anybody having issues maybe coming out or, uh, you know, having issues having to deal with it after coming out, um, even in like a suicide prevention, uh, you know, just because these are things that, you know, not not saying you are, uh, but these are things that do happen to, to people that, you know, after sure. coming out or, or keeping it in. Uh, so look down below in the description. There's some information there if you need it. And, uh, you know, if you like this conversation, go on and click on follow on Spotify. Uh, oh, actually, did you want to say anything else, sir, before we go? No, I just wanted, you know, uh, to, to listeners out there, you know, just uh, look like, just be good people, man. Yeah. That's that's all That's all you can do. Uh, and and be the best person you can be, be the most supportive person you can be. And that's all you can do, you Absolutely. know, is uh, just, just go out there and, and, you know, treat treat people with a little more kindness maybe uh, than you normally do. Yeah. It'll make a huge difference. Absolutely. So. Uh, you know, love is love is love, except when it's kids. I'll stop there. Uh, that'll then <laughs> kid diddling will never be all right. That's uh, right. <laughs> we don't diddle kids. We don't diddle kids. Not there anything that any of that's correlated. I'm just saying. Uh, there's a anyway. That's a different conversation. Uh, but love is love is love. Okay, as long as it's not kids. I don't care if you're straight, gay, trans, lesbian. Love is love is love. As long as it's not kids. Anyway. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, follow us at the Tank Rod Pod uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, Doctor. Uh, we'll see. Thank you, good sir. You know, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, you know, be on the movie Misfits podcast here in a couple of days. Uh, and yep. uh, shout out to our man, Adam Danger, who is now Papa Danger. Uh, yeah, had a good old Charlie, or I think it was like seven pounds. Uh, uh, yeah, man, we were all having a, a and people are a snow apocalypse. He was having a baby apocalypse and uh, oh, bring it, bring a beautiful baby good old COVID boy babies. into the into the world. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, good old COVID babies. A lot of COVID babies happening here. Uh, so yeah, Adam Danger and I will be uh, I will be subbing in as needed for the uh, tagging in stable of studs, tagging yeah. into stable of studs. So uh, you're ready for some fun times uh maybe we can do some some more uh trivia for me oh man we definitely definitely will uh but again this is the tank rodriguez show relationship show want to thank you again for listening in and we love you all and we will see you on the next one bye